Could the congregation please rise as you're able?
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Since we are gathered here to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ and saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us. Forgive us our sins and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in this mercy, has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, whose never-failing providence orders all things, both in heaven and on earth, we humbly implore you to put away from us all hurtful things and to give us those things that are profitable for us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the seventh Sunday after Trinity is from Genesis chapter 2. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is the Pishon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Delium and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is the Tigris, which flows east of Assyria, and the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. This is the word of the Lord.
epistle is from Romans chapter 6. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Mark, the eighth chapter. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, when again a great crowd had gathered and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way. And some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, How can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? He, and he asked them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. He, and he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And they set them before the crowd. And they had a few small fish. And having blessed them, he said that these also should be set before them. And they ate and were satisfied. And they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. And there were about 4,000 people. And he sent them away. This is the word of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, to O Christ. The Nicene Creed. I believe, I believe in, in one God, God the Father, Father Almighty, Almighty maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. 
And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Vacations, they're over. Thank you very much. You went to the beach. We went to the mountains. I'm not sure if the low oxygen count is a after the fall thing or not, but 7,000 to 10,000 feet will get to you pretty bad sometimes. But the mountains are still there. The animals are still there, all in their place. There were deer, there were elk. We even saw a bear for the first time in the wild. Um, there were groundhogs and a pheasant. And where you were, you said something about sharks. The sun came up every morning. Sun went down every night where we were, and the waves were still everything in order. God has held all of creation together. He's preserved the earth. It, uh, I was reviewing a Facebook post or some post. We were trying to figure out where to go and what to see out there, and someone had this post about a, a scenic overlook, and oh, it's so beautiful, and the road's easy to get there, and it's just a short hike, and oh, you gotta go. It's amazing. You just won't believe it. Thank you, earth. <laughs> Thank you, earth. Really? Really? You do realize someone had to build the road. There were engineers. There were construction workers. They decided the best 12-mile path out on this mesa to find this view. And, and then the short walk, you know, I mean, they planned that, and it was graded nicely. And thank you, earth. It's God who preserves the world. It's God who created all things. And uh, in our gospel text, Jesus is teaching thousands in a desolate place. He's been there three days with them, and he's having compassion. It's what his entire mission was, coming to earth to have compassion and to do miracles and ultimately to die on the cross for our sins. Well, he had probably healed and taught already, and his disciples look at him and they say, where are we going to get food to feed all these people with bread in this desolate place. And Jesus says, what do you have? He says, you got seven loaves. Give them. And he blesses and gives thanks and hands them out. And he says, fish, we got like three or a few. And blesses them. Have them sit down. Give them to the crowd. And what comes back? Seven baskets full. Complete. Everybody's satisfied. All 4,000. And so he sends them away. And he has this compassion, and he uh, preserves them in this desolate place. And why does he do this? Why does God preserve the world for us as we see it? And so that we might believe. Everything he did in his ministry on earth, compassion, healing, miracles, was so that you might see and you might believe that I'm the Son of God. I'm the Christ. We sing that in our liturgy. We, we said, these things are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. But while God preserves the earth, sin destroys. Like I say, I don't know if 16% oxygen at 7,000 feet is an after-the-fall thing or not, but sin kills. Sin began destroying the earth, and we see the effects of that 
When we go to the mountains, we see where there's been fires. We see where rocks have fallen, where things are in decay. You see dead fish wash up on the beach and you don't like it. Well, it kills us as well. Sin kills us. It kills us with faithlessness, makes us worry, makes us doubt, takes the place of fear and trust and love for God. I'm kind of a news hound. We didn't actually turn the TV on all week. I don't know. Screens might have been on, but TV was off. But I did look at Facebook, or not Facebook, but at, uh, you know, news, Drudge Report, whatnot, and you could look at that and go, things aren't too good out there. You know, we, we were going to stay in Kansas City on the way home, and I thought, oh, there's some unrest going on in Kansas City. I don't want to roll in there at 1230 in the morning. So we stayed in Lawrence, Kansas on the way back. Um, the whole COVID thing seeming to blossom again, I guess. Is that the right word? But <clears throat> fear, you know, if you go into the gas station, you're kind of staying away from people. You're, you know, doing your hand sanitizer thing. And we fear and we worry. What can COVID do to us? Kill us. <laughs> I guess that's the worst thing it can possibly do. And what happens then? Well, absent with the body, present with the Lord. It's not that terrible of thing in the grand scheme of things. We're to fear and trust and love what he is in God and what he has given us in Christ. We're not to be slaves to sin, to worry, slaves to whatever sin you or I may have. You know yours, I know mine. But we are fear and love and trust in God. Trust that we are forgiven by his blood on the cross, by his gift of baptism, given being clothed in his righteousness by the gift of his sacrament that feeds us, gives us strength for this journey in the wilderness we are in, in these desolate places. We often feel that way. The mountains, the deserts, we went to Moab. When you go out there, you take a lot of these. You also pack little snacks and whatnot because, you know, if the car breaks down, it could be a while before somebody comes by. We saw one of those in Arches National Park. A couple girls with a hood up. And, you know, who knows when something's going to come to get to them. So we told them on the way out that uh, these people were, seemed to be stranded out there. In desolate places, whether it be a hospital room, whether it be the fear you have in your mind, whether it be you name it, Jesus wants us to have the food we need, the things we need. He wants us to have his sacraments. He wants us to have baptism, the Lord's Supper. He wants to give us strength for these times as we are now. Most of all, he wants to give us forgiveness and eternal life. He wants us to cling to those things more than anything in this world and know that those are ours and they cannot be taken away. So God is preserving his creation, preserving it so we can know that he is the Christ, the Son of God that takes away the sin of the world, and we can live without fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Please stand as you're able, and let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Remember, Lord, your promise to be a rock of refuge for us who are baptized children. Be gracious to us and create in us humble and contrite hearts that we might always cry out to you for mercy. 
Fill us with your love and grant us renewal by your Holy Spirit that we may always abide in Jesus Christ our Savior, beholding his glory in his holy word and sacraments and being made well by the same. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, your promise to send workers into your vineyard. Remember also all those whom you have already sent. Make your face shine on them so that through their faithful service, the eyes of those blind to your mercies may be opened to see the salvation they have in Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, our nation and its leaders. Guide them in the direction you would have them go, that peace and prosperity, truth and justice, religion and piety may dwell in our land. Remember also those who serve in our armed forces, as well as our first responders and all healthcare workers, that they would serve with integrity and honor and have your protection. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, the elderly and shut-in. Provide them with compassionate and loving caregivers and bless the nursing homes throughout our land. Be especially with our shut-ins and all who must endure isolation at this time, especially Olga, Lorraine, Anne, and Doris. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, those who are sick, hospitalized, in treatment, undergoing surgery or recovering, and all who are in need that we name before you this day. For Dick, Hayden, Becky, Teresa. For Pat, Paul, William, and Lauren. For Kurt, Bill, Ed, and Carol. For Mary Ellen, Joni, Joshua, and Shirley. For Hayden, Jerry, and Bob. For the ongoing mission of Lutheran Child and Family Services, for all expected mothers and their unborn children, especially Maria, Laura, and Allie, and for our brother and sister Randy and Teresa moving to Texas, as well as Daryl, Jill, Garrett, Devin, and Gavin moving to Ohio. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, all students, teachers, and staff that will be returning to school Grant them, O Lord, protection and safety. Be as well with those who continue to serve us in our communities. Lord, in your mercy. Remember, Lord, those who come to the holy altar this day to receive the medicine of immortality in the Holy Eucharist. Fill all who partake of your Son's very body and blood with his life and love, that they may depart in his peace, which surpasses all understanding. Lord, in your mercy. And remember, Lord, your promise to fill the wedding banquet of your son and his bride, the church, with guests clad in white robes. For those who have gone before us and now rest from their labors, we give you thanks and praise. Be with their families, the family of Gary Schultz and the family of Dale Van Veldhuizen. Bring us with them, O Lord, to the day of your glorious return, that we may all receive the eternal inheritance you have prepared for us. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God, 
for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Be holy, holy Lord, God of Sabaoth adored, heaven and earth with full acclaim, shout the glory of your name, sing Hosanna in the highest, sing Hosanna to the Lord, truly blessed is he who comes, Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. In your righteous judgment, you condemned the sin of Adam and Eve who ate the forbidden fruit, and you justly barred them and all their children from the tree of life. Yet in your great mercy, you promised salvation by a second Adam, your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and made his cross a life-giving tree for all who trust in him. We give you thanks for the redemption you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruits of his cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take heed, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, Drink of it all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen.
Please rise. Now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, both body and soul, into life everlasting. Depart in peace with great joy. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. Amen. thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the salutary gift, that we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen.